1: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
2: In the break, so I, I, uh, I made myself a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for breakfast. That's what I'm eating for breakfast. So our producers, Tom and Joe, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you guys doing?
3: Very hungry. How are you?
2: Uh, well, I was hungry, hence why I made a PB&J for breakfast. And very interesting, you guys are like all about my PB&J and you're like best sandwich ever.
3: Yeah, I've had I, th- I've had thousands of them in my life. It's my go-to sandwich of choice. Simple, easy, and convenient.
2: Joe, what did you say? You said uh sandwiches sandwich hall of fame? What did Joe say? Is he there? Is his mic on?
3: Is Hang on, on? we're we're having an issue with uh, his mic for a second. That's a uh, my you bad. but he said first ballot hall of fame sandwich.
2: First ballot hall of fame sandwich PB and J. I don't know if I'd go that far. So growing up as a a young child, uh, dinner was really, really important for Mama Mimi, my mom. Uh, So Monday through Thursday, I had to make sure that I was home by 6 o'clock. Well, actually, I had to make sure I was home by like at least 5.50. So I would like freshen up and then be at the dinner table at 6 o'clock and dinner from 6 to 7, no TV, no phones, nothing, sit at the dinner table with the family, talk about our day that was really important to mama Mimi. And, um, and so obviously they would make like a meal for the night, whether it was like meatloaf or tacos or salmon or chicken or steak, whatever it was. And if I didn't want to eat it, my, my choice would be, okay, you can make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) So those are my two choices. Either eat what, um, you know, the family made for dinner or, Make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So needless to say, I pretty much grew up on peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I was a kid. I I probably had it for dinner at least two nights a week. But nonetheless, I'm having it for breakfast this morning. Uh, By the way, this portion of the show brought to you by Rock Spring Golf Club. Uh, Rock Spring. Again, golf is just kicking off. I I know not a great day to play today, but uh, coming up this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, weather conditions are supposed to be really nice. Head out there. Rock Spring, one of my favorite. Walking. I love to walk. I feel like I play better when I walk. You're walking up to your ball. You're visualizing everything. You're seeing the hole from afar. I just feel like I just I can't stand carts. Uh, But that's me. I think it's one of the best walking courses uh, in our tri-state area. 800-919-3776. Let's dive into it. Knicks and Cavs going at it today. Game four, one o'clock is tip-off. You'll be able to listen to it all right here on 90.70 SPN. The Knicks are favored by two and a half. The over-under is 205. It's really low, obviously, Avi, from uh, this last game where the Knicks defense is just like kicking butt and taking names. I do like the over today. I do believe that Julius Randle is going to have a better game than he did last game. Maybe not what we've seen him perform in the regular season. For some reason, he just doesn't do as well in the postseason as he does in the regular season. But nonetheless, and I don't believe uh, that uh, Donovan Mitchell and, and, um, and, uh, and, and Garland are going to be uh, that stifled. So I do like, I think this is a very low total. So I do like the over of 205. So um, and and I will lay the points with the Knicks. I, I love the Knicks. I, I think the Knicks roll. In fact, I think the Knicks win this series. Four um, one. I think the the Knicks win the series in five. That's what I think. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. There you go. Uh, lock it up. Lock it up. Let's hear what our listeners think. Let's go to Mike in Manhattan. Mike, you're up. Welcome in. Good morning.
1: Anita, before I get to my point, PB and J is absolutely elite, elite sandwich. Um, (laughs) anyway um, what a time to be alive New York sports it's popping and I wanted your opinion on this so the way the garden was rocking it's really like there's nothing like it in sports for for the Knicks Uh, more so than the Rangers the the Knicks fan is different and that energy that that building brought and is going to bring at 1 o'clock is that going to attract another star and one star I think that would be interesting. Is Trey Young, and I want your opinion.
2: Oh, Mike, why? Trey Young's a shooter.
1: Him. I know. I know he's a New villain, but him. I think that's what we need.
2: Oh, they hate him here. They hate him.
1: <laughs> but if he was here, we would love him. Uh, we would love him if he was us. If he, if he. I said, don't know. You know I'm what, not.
2: Still- I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan, Mike. I'm just not. I'm not a huge fan. I, I know he played well yesterday. Or not yesterday. I know he played well on Friday. Um, what are you, 32 points. Um, he plays really well in Atlanta. I, I actually, I, I think Trey Young is one of the most overrated players in the NBA. Just my two cents. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to rain on your parade. Uh, let's go to, uh, <laughs> let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. He's actually going to the, you're going to the game today, Jose. Wow. How much fun. Oh
4: man, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be my first playoff experience. So this Oh really? <laughs> Yes, uh, oh, oh, as a kid, I've always been jealous and to see, and as I was talking to the screener, Joe, it was just like, E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E. the price is not an exaggeration. The secondary market is out of control. <laughs> but, um, I will say this, I'm it's stoked for the game and I do agree. I think, uh, Julius Randle, I expect Julius Randle to kind of step up and, um, kind of have like more of a game one impact and really be be dominant dominant and get off to a good start for us and I think um this should be a good game for um Quickly and Grimes to kind of um insert themselves and hopefully you know show um show themselves cuz I think this is going to be a game where the Cavaliers are going to try to step are going to try to step up and come up early.
2: Yeah, so so and, and thanks for the phone call Jose. Enjoy the game. Uh congrats again pretty jelly that you're going. I- I I just I, I don't know I don't I I just I don't know what to make of Julius Randle in the postseason I just don't. Um. A double double, possibly. Um. You know he's uh, that that last game we saw him he's setting himself up there on that corner three pointer, uh and and was not very efficient with it. I, I just. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping, like, could this be the game that Julius Randle comes out and has, like, a really good game? I don't know, and here's why. Mobley is defending him, and Mobley is is one of the best. Uh, there's a reason why he finished third in the voting for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, so the, the matchup here, unfortunately, for Julius Randle is, is, is no bueno. It has not been good. Uh, and again, a big reason why Mobley is, is defending him, and Mobley is an excellent defender. So I, I don't I don't know if, if if at any point in time in this series Julius Randle goes off. But I do I do have the Knicks winning the series. I do have them advancing at some point in time. Does Julius Randle have a regular season, quote unquote Julius Randle day or night? I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Let's go to Spike in St. Pete. Spike, welcome in.
5: Well, first of all, let me uh, tell you that your mother, Mother Mimi, if I may refer to her, that, that had good uh, standards and good practices of raising a family. That's very important. Uh don't mean to sound... Uh, oh, anything having, but having,
2: <laughs> having to be at the dinner table at 6 o'clock, no TV, no phones, family conversation. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think you're absolutely... That was really important for her, so you're absolutely right.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. young adults need rules and standards, and uh, you see it today where... Uh, You know, the the phones, it it really bothers me with the phones, and I'm an abuser also, but uh, that's a great point. You should be proud of your mom. So, and Jose's a friend of mine. Jose, have a great time. I'll check in with you later. All I could say about what Cleveland did in the previous game is they made, the coach made it, or the general manager, whoever advised them, made an egregious mistake in starting Karis Levert's. Uh, because Cleveland has one of the worst benches in the league, and he, and he weakened it by putting LaVert in. Now, LaVert, Garland, and Mitchell probably off the top of my head account for about 70% of Cleveland's points, and none of them are plus defenders, which is okay if you can score that much. But uh, it's, just, it's just the Knicks have to do two of these three things and they'll win the game. Have fewer turnovers have more rebounds, and not shoot an atrocious percentage from the uh, three ball. They shot 24, 27, and 30%. That's not really anything to admire, but they played D. They went you know, through the screens. They broke them up. They were ferocious off the boards. I thought Mitchell Robinson had a great game, and no one's really talking about that. So I, I agree with you. I think the Knicks are, are, even with them starting lineup-wise, but the bench is so much better. And I said this to you last week, I believe, and it might have been misconstrued a little bit. Of course, I don't mean anything more than uh, with um, uh, Hart. Josh Hart is like built in a laboratory for Tom Thibodeau. I mean, he just checks every box. I don't see a flaw in his game. So Knicks win today, I think it's going to be a little closer. But uh, listen, it's going to be crazy there, Anita, crazy.
2: Tell me about it. Uh, again, jelly. It's a, it's the golden ticket here in New York. That's for sure. Uh, when we come back, I will share with you the win total. Uh, not the win. To- yeah, well, the, the, the point total uh, for Julius Randle today is 23 and a half. When we come back, I'll tell you what side of the coin I am on there. And we'll continue with your calls. Let's get them rocking and rolling, Knicks fans. Chris, Javier, Lee, James, hang tight. You guys will be first up right here on 90.7 ESPN. S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5
1: off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets
2: Pizza. Better because it has to be. I want to remind you, ESPN New York has your chance to win $25,000 this baseball season in the New York no Hitter Sweepstakes. Today's qualifier is Michael Holden from Ramsey, New Jersey, who's chosen New York's National League uh National League's team uh, to throw a no-hitter today. Enter now at espnnewyork.com or the new ESPN New York app, pick a team to throw a no-hitter and you could win $25,000 presented by MoheganSunCasino.com for full contest rules, go to espnnewyork.com. 800-919-3776. We're going to get to you your calls, full bank of calls. Gosh, I love you guys and gals. Uh, Julius Randle over under 23 and a half points. I'm going under here. Um, eight career games in the postseason. And not one of them has Julius Randle scored over 23 points. He's shooting 37.7%. Uh, and again, he's going up against uh, Mobley, who was third in the voting and defensive player of the year. He stands at six and 11 uh, Mobley has defended Julius Randle on 52% of not 52%, but 52 of his shot attempts. And Julius Randle's only made 22. Um, and, uh, and so, and, and also the very slow pace of play in, in this matchup. So Julius Randle under 23 and a half points today. Uh, that is how I am playing it. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Lee in Manhattan. Lee, welcome in.
6: Anita, long-time caller, long-time no here. How are you?
2: Hi, I'm great. Welcome in.
6: Listen, I asked your call screener, which hat were you rocking today? Because a lot of people don't know you got this hat fetish, and particularly around golf time. So he asked me, what do you mean, what hat is she wearing? I said, that's how how long it's been, because I always used to, when I called you, I'd always ask, what hat are you rocking (laughs) today, if you remember?
2: (laughs) I do, I do. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm rocking the t-shirts now. Um, okay. I have a. Okay. I have a deal. I have a deal with 500 level. Uh, okay, it's a t-shirt cool. company, and so I've been. I've been rocking a lot of Jalen Brunson. Uh, I've been locking. I've been rocking a lot of Knicks t-shirts because again, I. I just. I felt really strongly that they were going to win the series. So well, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm rocking, Lee.
6: Well, listen. First of all, let me tell you. Thank God for my grandfather, because you mentioned about if you didn't want what was on the table. My grandfather made sure there were cold cuts in the refrigerator and sardines in the cabinet. So I was either a cold cut person when I didn't like what was on the table or some sardines and and, and saltines.
7: <laughs> so that okay, was my well, goal,
2: I, too. I, I probably, the only, time, the only time I eat sardines is when they're a part of a Caesar salad dressing. So, I hear uh, you. but But with that but being far- said, Lee... <laughs>
6: But
7: tell me,
2: what do you like about the Knicks, my friend?
6: Well, let me tell you the expectation for the Knicks. It's simple, okay? Let's not think about winning two out of the next four. We need to win two out of the next three, starting with today. You do not want to go back to Cleveland for Game 7. That's my thoughts on the Knicks. If they can bring the intensity that was on Friday that they brought, we should be able to come out 3-1 today. But they still have to have that mindset and remember how they won Game Three. Be well, stay safe. Always a pleasure, young lady.
2: You got it, Lee. Appreciate you. Thank you. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to uh, James in Hackensack. James, what's 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 the Knicks bet you made?
4: Uh, I went to the sports book yesterday and I placed a bet that I think you would like. I took the Knicks and the Lakers just to meet. In the finals, I didn't pick a winner, but I got it at plus seventeen thousand, and I put thirty three dollars on it in honor of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And <laughs> what do you think?
2: I like it. That's cute. It's cute. It's clever. um That's for sure. Uh, hold on. I, I just I, I want to bring this up first. Don't. Oh, he, he hung up. Um. So he, here's where it stands right now. Okay. Boston the the seventy the sixers have already swept. So now they're sitting there getting healthy. Boston, they're taking on Atlanta. I feel this is a must-win for them. This is a Boston Celtics team. They they just they teetered out towards the end of, of the postseason last year because of this I, I and, and and I'm I'm surly about this because I actually had money that the Boston Celtics were gonna sweep, and sure enough by them losing to Atlanta on Friday night, I lost some money, so I'm a little I'm a little jaded here, but um Boston needs to, to to sure up this series as quickly as possible because the 76ers are sitting back and getting healthy. Um, and if the Celtics don't, uh, I, I like the 76ers in, in that series. Um, I'm really intrigued by, you know, what how how significant is this injury for the Bucs? The fact that the Bucks lost to the Heat, the Heat are now up on the series 2-1, which is really surprising to me. Um, I, I thought the Miami Heat losing Tyler Hero, who's their best three point shooter, uh, they were going to be in, in a heap of trouble. But Jimmy Butler playoff playoff Jimmy Butler um, is is pretty phenomenal. So they were able to win yesterday. So now the Bucs, what do they do? And especially that Giannis is not hundred percent. I, I do I do I would imagine that Giannis is going to play the next game. But, um, but that's a series that very well could go the distance, especially how well the Miami Heat play at home. So, you know, I I think the onus right now is is on this Knicks team to to like the previous caller said, um, win today, go go back to uh, Cleveland, win the next two games in the series, get ready, get right, and you hope that it that the Miami Heat take that series to the distance with the Bucks. What if the Miami heat upsets? I don't believe that's going to happen, but even if it, let's say the Miami heat upset the Bucks and win that series, then what happens then Cleveland, uh, then the Knicks, then take on the 76ers and the Miami heat would face the Boston Celtics. That would be the next series. So really interesting. I guess the question is who do you think the, the, the Knicks, um, who do you think that they match up better against? Is it the box or is it the 76ers? Um, I think it's the 76ers personally, just my two cents. But um, I, and I know we're getting way ahead of ourselves here because the Knicks have not won the series, but we're just assuming that they do right uh, in the, uh, in, in, in the West. Here's the thing. This is what I don't understand. Why are so many people underestimating the Denver Nuggets? they're going to sweep the timberwolves. They're up on the series 3-0. So, they're going to sweep the first series, then they're going to have extra time to sit back and wait and see how everything else plays out. Um the Lakers uh, so I do believe the Grizzlies win the series by the way. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't I don't I don't have a lot of um what's the word I'm looking for? Um This series could go either way for me. I have a small lean towards the Memphis Grizzlies winning this series. Okay? But I wouldn't be shocked if the Lakers won the series. I don't think the Lakers could get past the Denver Nuggets, guys. I just don't. Sorry, not sorry. I don't believe that they can. Okay? Um, I don't think the Golden State Warriors can get past the Denver Nuggets. If anything, um, I I think the Sacramento Kings can make an interesting series against the Denver Nuggets. Um, but but that would not be round two. Uh, round two uh, more than likely is going to be either um, the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors against the Denver Nuggets or the Suns against the Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies against the Kings. Uh, the The West is wide open, but to answer your question... I'm really perplexed. I don't understand why there's not enough respect for the Denver Nuggets. I think the Denver Nuggets represent the West. I just, I don't, and, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to rain on your parade. And, and I love the futures bet that you put in. Um, I just think the, I think the Denver Nuggets represent the West in the championship. Uh, just my two cents, 800-919-3776. We come back, we'll continue with your calls. Javier, Terrence, Lewis, Chris, hang tight. We'll get to all you, 800-919-3776. Um, we also have Greg washinsky the Puck Daddy, coming on in our third hour. A lot of NHL. Uh, as we know, unfortunately, the Rangers lost to the Devils, unless, of course, you're a Devils fan, then you got to feel really good about that. That series, the Rangers still up 2-1. Islander is going at it today against the Canes. Uh, we'll find out the latest from Greg Roshinsky at 11 o'clock. And Steve Verderosa, former Giants scout, is going to join us at 1130 to preview the uh, the NFL draft, which is coming our way this week. So still a lot more coming your way, and we'll get to your calls next right here on 98.7 ESPN.
1: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
5: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. I
3: am most certainly not a Taylor Swift fan, so this yeah. is a very bad question for me.
8: My girlfriend is. Uh, I'm. I would say I'm not going to say I'm on the fence, but I like. I don't care one way or the other. I, I do believe she's extremely talented, and I like some of her music. But I'm not like a diehard Swifty.
2: Um, so I, I took a soul cycle class, uh, yesterday morning before I hosted the show and, and my soul cycle instructor, Nikki, uh, played her, like, I guess one of the track, like one of the cuts uh, that, that have hit uh, again. I, I don't, and I'm, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if the entire album is out, but, um, but the one, but the one cut that I heard, the, the one song that I heard was awesome. So not sure if, if you've heard the entire album yet, but, um, you know, obviously huge, huge success. So, um, very interesting, by the way, really quick little side note. I always like to like give these little nuggets out there. I went to go see, so there's, there's a thing called fever. Are you guys familiar with the fever app? You can, you can purchase tickets to like these very unique events in around New York. And so I went, I I downloaded the app and I bought this experience to go see, um, a, uh, Frank Sinatra, not King Cole, performance um, at a random church somewhere in the city with candlelights. And so the guy who came in, the band that came in, the guy who came in uh, to to sing the Frank Sinatra songs were he, he was amazing. First of all, his, his voice sounded just like uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, number two, his mannerisms—it's like he was just like Frank Sinatra reincarnated. It was it was so good. Anyway, so you know the song "I Did It My Way." Sure so very interesting little and, and this is another thing that i loved every 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 frank sinatra song that he sang there was a little like uh synopsis like you know information about it anyway so i did it my way was one of the songs that frank sinatra hated the most he hated the song um there was a french uh i, I guess there was a a, a music songwriter songwriter or whatever that was in France and heard this song being sung by a French artist in French. And he bought the song from him for $50. I did it my way and brought it back to the States and said, Hey, I'm going to write, obviously I'm going to translate the lyrics in English and, um, and I'm going to have Frank Sinatra sing it. And of course, one of Frank's Biggest hits. I did it my way. It was his he hated it. He hated that song. It was his worst. He his least favorite song. It was a huge hit. And the songwriter bought it off of some Frenchman uh, back in the day for $50. How about that? I did it my way. Very Isn't interesting.
8: How it goes, though, for I'm not saying for all performers, but usually the, the most famous songs are the ones that the artists themselves don't like to perform. And I guess it might be just because you have to do it over and over and over again. But that seems to be how it goes.
2: Um, you're right. Number one, you're right. Um, number two, um, if 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 anybody has an opportunity, and I have not done this, I'm not even sure if this is online, but I would, and this might be something I'll do later on this afternoon, if I have time, I don't know, I'm going to watch the Knicks game. I've got a, a girls flag football uh what do you want to call it uh, not convention but um not a tournament but uh a gathering i don't know in westfield that i'm going to that i'm going to be attending later on this afternoon weather permitting um but i would google i did it my way in french i'm i i would love to, i would love to hear that song performed with the french lyrics so anyway Uh, Food for thought. Just thought I'd share that. Always like to throw those little nuggets in at some point in time in the show, along with my peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the morning. 800 919 3776. With that being said, let's go to Chris in Monmouth. Chris, welcome in.
1: Anita, thanks for taking the call. Wow. So many topics. I want to talk (laughs) Nick's, but I could talk about right now because my daughters, 11 and 13, they play flag football. They finally, in our town, made a girls' flag football team last year. Mm-hmm. And my 11-year-old played Friday night. She played quarterback. She threw a touchdown. She grabbed some flags. She was super excited, and it was it was an amazing event. So good luck today with that. The peanut butter and jelly, no doubt about it, Hall of Fame sandwich. Simple, <laughs> good. sandwich Doesn't need to be complicated to be good, to be a classic. It's awesome. And my way. Actually, it's written by Paul Anka So for Frank Sinatra, who Paul also wrote a lot of songs. I'm 46, either way. Sunday afternoon, playoff basketball at Madison Square Garden is the best thing in, in my life besides my family and everything else I love. It is the place to be. And I think you would agree, when Starks is high-fiving Hart or, or Brunson <laughs> slapping his wrist at the end of that play, just let me tell you right now, it's, just, it's absolute, we've had this conversation. I told you Patrick, you was my favorite player. You told me you knew him and you used to hang out with him in Miami, and he ordered only one sort of fruit or something. I just remember you telling me that about waffles, a year ago or whatnot.
2: W- waffles with strawberries.
1: Waffles with strawberries. But either way, I mean, this is – the Knicks are who the Knicks are. They are a defensive team. They could score the basketball when they need, but they're not this flashy go-go team. And I'm watching the Cavaliers, and I'm saying to myself, they're that good? I mean, they're good, and everybody's good at home, right? But even Mitchell, he's amazing. But he's not turning this series on its head the way that he should as the lauded superstar that he is. But as a 46-year-old guy, Sunday one o'clock Knicks basketball at the garden I might as well put myself in my bedroom growing up as a kid because that's where I'm at right now
2: I love it Chris solid call that was awesome Eight hundred nine let's go to Javier in Queens Javier welcome in
0: hey Anita what's going on happy Sunday
2: yeah happy Sunday fun day man
0: So uh, a couple of things. First of all, peanut butter and jelly, it's uh, iconic. I wouldn't say that it's top tier. I think that's the distinction that needs to be expressed right now. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, uh... like, like, like
2: for me, like for me, like a sandwich, you know, like, like a a Reuben to me would be in the sandwich hall of fame, right? Like with the good, there are, there are thousand, like the real, like deli, deli thousand Island sauce and the sour <laughs> and the pastrami. Like, like to me, like that's like, to me, that's like, that's, that's sandwich royalty, uh, but don't that's get me wrong. Sandwich. I mean, you know, the PB and J is great.
0: <laughs> Before I get to my Nick, today's all about the Knicks. shout out to the boxing community last night for putting on a show.
2: They oftentimes
0: get it wrong, but they got two young bulls in there to do it for the fans, and I wish that they would see um, the financial benefit of putting on more fan fights. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh, anyway, so with the Knicks, uh, my odds-on bet—I don't know if there were odds out there—but these boys from Cleveland on a Sunday, one o'clock start, they were out on Saturday night. If the Knicks knew what they were doing, they hit up Rick Pitino and they had him take out Donovan and his boys last night and help out (laughs) New York. What do you think?
2: Yeah, do you take him to a diner? I don't know. Where's he taking him? I, mean? yeah,
0: I don't know if Rick Pitino is a diner kind of guy. I think he likes to do other things in the evening.
2: Oh, you don't know the diner story, Javier?
0: Uh, <laughs> I guess Google, I don't right go- now for this moment. Yeah, go- Google <laughs> that, Google. Javier.
2: Yeah, you Google that, boo. All right. Uh, 800-919-3776. Let's go to Lewis. Calling in from Florida. Lewis is like, Trey Young, are you kidding? Why? Because I call I call him overrated, Lewis. Is that why you don't agree with my with oh, my no, no, take no, no. on Trey Young?
1: I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm
2: with oh, you. Oh, good. Okay, okay, good, good, good.
9: <laughs> I called in because that guy, I don't know what he was thinking. Trey Young. We don't need Trey Young.
2: Yeah, we, we already got Trae.
9: Brunson. You know, we don't need another short point guard. We're okay with Brunson. We're actually I'm actually happy with Brunson. We didn't have to trade for him or anything like that. Um also, the grilled cheese sandwich is up there as well, Ooh. and with the hot chocolate as well. Here's so the thing, Louis. Here's
2: the thing, Louis. Here's the thing. Do you put mayonnaise in your grilled cheese sandwich?
9: Um, I have not. Maybe I should try that.
2: You should try it.
9: And I just have it's, one right now. I just have one right now too. So mm.
2: it makes it makes all the difference. Add that mayonnaise in your grilled cheese sandwich.
9: Okay, I usually put butter, but I'll, I'll take a look into that.
2: Yeah. And one
9: more thing. Let's go, Knicks. You know, I'm super nervous, but super excited at the same time. It's been a crazy weekend of sports, you know, Friday, Saturday, and today, but it's, uh, it's a good time to be a Knicks fan. Thank oh, you. It's a you.
2: great time. It's a great, it's, it's, listen, it's a great time to be a, a a New York sports fan. Let's be honest. Appreciate your call, Lewis, right? Like um, the Giants. Uh, lock in Daniel Jones. I'm thrilled about it. Hopefully, majority of Giants fans are. Uh, they bring in Darren Waller. I think they're only going to get better in the draft. So I, I think th- I think the Giants are going to improve and be competitive in their division this season. Uh, we're all on Rogers' watch. Uh, everything that I'm hearing is that this is pretty much going to be a done deal. In fact, we'll, we'll hear from Rich Semini uh, a little bit later on in the show. He joined me earlier this week on my Bet Digital show talking about the draft. So, um, so Jets fans have to feel good with the expectation that Aaron Rodgers is going to be their starting quarterback next year. Um, Yankees and Mets relevant, uh, you know, making making noise in their divisions. A lot of people expecting both of them to be in the postseason. Both the uh, the Knicks and the Nets made it to the postseason, even though the Nets got swept. But what are you going to do? Uh, reality is reality. Um, the Knicks great chance of winning this first round against the Cavs and advancing to take on more than likely, um, the Bucks, and, um, and, and of course you've got all three hockey teams in the postseason. How about this? We're going to have Greg Wyshynski on in about 15 minutes. Every single one of the NHL series are, is, is, is at two and one. When was the last time that ever happened? Every single series is sitting right now at two and one. How about that? Kind of weird. Um, Anyway, let's go to Terrence in Brooklyn. Terrence, welcome in.
7: Hey, how are you doing? Terrence, you there? Hi. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, how are you?
2: Welcome in. What you got?
7: Uh, Listen, I just wanted to make a comment. Great show. First time caller. Uh, I originally wanted to speak on Trey Young, but I just wanted to chime in on a sandwich conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, it's up there, but that's a sweet sandwich. Uh, mm-hmm. And if, you, if you're going to do that, you have to have categories. Meat sandwich, vegetable sandwich, and sweet sandwich. Now, another sweet sandwich that I, that I enjoy, but most people probably never thought of it. Grilled cheese but with cinnamon. You sprinkle the cinnamon between the cheese slices or the cheese, and then you just grill cheese it. And then you have it with a little syrup on top. Just like you would um French toast. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love it. Anyway okay. <laughs> I know most people are saying Hey listen,
2: well, I'll try I'll try I... anything once, Terrence. I'll try, try anything once. Well, uh, okay. what...
7: <laughs> Now, with, with Trey Young, like, like the caller before said, I don't know what Michael's thinking. This is sports radio, not fantasy. Trey Young, he's a defensive liability. Why would you bring – where are you going to put him? You're going to put uh, Bronson on the bench? So, you know, he's gonna, you're going to pay him a lot of money and what Atlanta will want for him. You're going to pay all of that for him to come off the bench? doesn't make any sense. He's not going to fit in with Tom Thibodeau. He doesn't play – He can, he tries to play defense, but he's – physically you know a liability
2: yeah so we're so on the same page that, Terrence yeah, yeah no no that, no Trey Young here I appreciate your call thanks for calling in from Brooklyn appreciate it quick break we come back uh let's 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 take our tour around our wide wide world of sport and find out what is trending uh right now at ten forty five a.m. I know he's spending a lot of time talking about the Knicks and rightfully so um also when we come back Greg Washinsky will join us we'll talk some hockey and, uh, and we'll end the show strong with Steve Verderosa, former Giant Scout, was part of the Giant Scouting Department for over 30 years. I think even over 35. He's got a new book out as well. So uh, excited to get Steve on the program as well. We'll kick off hour number two in about 15 minutes. But we get back, a little click or don't click, let's find out what's trending right here on 98.7 ESPN.
1: You're listening to Anita Marks
7: on 98.7 ESPN.
2: I did it my way. Good stuff. Good stuff, guys. You're, are you guys aware of this? Uh, my my youngest dog is named Frankie after Frank Sinatra because when I um, when I rescued him, he was white with these bright, bright, big, bright blue eyes. And I live in Hoboken. So what? Who? What else? W- would there be a, a, another name more appropriate than Frankie? Absolutely not. Right?
3: Can't think and, of one off the top of my head.
2: I don't think so. Um, Isles playoffs um, are where the action is. The only way to guarantee access to playoff tickets is to join the Isles family for the 23-24 season. Buy a ticket package and get first access to playoff tickets for every Isles home playoff game. You want to call 888-NEW-YORK-ISLES for visiting New York Islanders.com slash score. That's 888 New York Isles or New York slash score. That's what you want to do. And of course, they are in action later on this afternoon. Uh, and of course, uh, Greg Wasinski is going to join us in about 10 minutes to preview that matchup for sure. But it is time for click or don't click.
1: This is click, 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 or don't. Click, click. Very simply, here's the headline. Are you interested in clicking or not?
2: That's right. Click or don't click. A fun way, we take our tour around our wide, wide world of sport and find out what is trending based on the headlines. And our producers always lead the way. And that is, of course, Tom and Joe this morning. Gentlemen.
3: All right. Big stuff coming out of the NFL this past weekend as Jamison Williams, among four other lines, plus... A player for the Washington Commanders were suspended for betting, which violates the NFL policy. It's good to note that I believe out of the five or six players that were here, only two of them got a six-game suspension, the rest getting a one-game suspension—not a one-game suspension—a one-year suspension because they were betting on NFL games. The other two, including Jameson Williams, were betting on college games, however— supposedly they were doing it inside um, the perimeter of an NFL facility, which is against NFL rules, which is stupid if you ask me if they're betting on college, but I guess you got to obey the rules anyway. Anita, this is the second year, I believe, in a row that we've had a betting suspension occur in the NFL as betting is just becoming more and more prominent across pretty much everywhere in the terms of sports media and sports in general. But it's, I don't know about the college rule, the uh, college betting thing, though. That's where that one loses me a little bit. If you're betting on NFL games like the other guys were, that's one thing. But the college thing, eh, I'm not a big fan of that rule.
2: So this is really interesting, right? So uh, so again, apparently in, in Williams, uh, the wide receiver that the uh, Detroit Lions drafted, their number one pick, uh, their first overall pick, um, claims that he was not, Wagering on NFL games. Okay, there's that. Um, but he was he was able to access whatever gambling app he was utilizing from the Detroit Lions facility. Dumb. A few things. Calvin Ridley, as we know, you pointed out last year, uh, was gambling. Was suspended for the entire year. Dumb. If you're gonna if, if you are an NFL player and you want to gamble, don't use your name. I, ha, have somebody gamble for you? What are you doing? Why even risk it? It's so stupid. Just text somebody. Hey, put a hundred, put a hundred dollars, put a thousand dollars, put five thousand dollars on this. Have somebody else gamble for you. If you if you want to take that chance, if you want to risk your career, you are. If you're an NFL player, you're not. You're you're not supposed to gamble. Period. Let alone. You're not supposed to gamble utilizing the internet at your place of employment. (laughs) Okay. So not sure what, like, did you not think you were going to get caught? Here's another thing I don't understand. And that is, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there, like you're at work. I I get this from a lot of fantasy football folks out there, right? You're at work and you want to log on to your fantasy football team while you're at work. You're in your cubicle, you're eating lunch. Maybe you've got 30 minutes. And you're like, hey, let me jump on my fantasy football team. I want to see, like, you know, what's going on? Who can I add? Who can I drop? And your work blocks it. Have you have you guys had that that situation before? Tom, Joe, have you had it where you've been somewhere and you can't get on a site because who's ever overseen the internet blocks you from getting on that site?
8: I mean, it would happen at high school all the time as I'm trying to, you know, get a waiver claim in on a, you know, Wednesday morning or whatever. That happened to me constantly throughout high school.
2: Okay, so uh, why don't why don't teams do that? Um, maybe you know I, I don't, I, I like I think that's a, I think that's an easy fix, right? Like just block block those websites, so that players that are in your facility, employees that are in your facility can't access them. Problem solved. You don't have to worry about it.
8: Well, it should because I mean when I interned for the Nets. I couldn't bet on anything basketball, not just, like, the Nets games. I couldn't bet on the MVP odds. I couldn't bet on, you know, over-unders for teams, who's going to make the finals, period, just as an employee of the Nets. So I'm pretty sure that goes for, you know, all the employees of all the teams regardless. I don't think you can, uh, you can put wagers on whatever in that sport because you might have some inside information.
2: So... Um, so there's that. Um, I just, I don't, I don't. And and also if, if I'm, if I'm an agent, I am like, I I am reiterating each and every day, each and every week to my, to my employees or or to to my, my clients, um, like be smart. Just want to make sure you're not wagering. Don't wait. Like, um, I think a lot of times these agents, they get their money and then, and, and I just, I don't think, I don't think that they're thoroughly invested in their clients. You know, a lot of these guys are young. My, 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 one of my, one of my favorite uh, David Wilson stories. So, so when the giants drafted David Wilson, uh, I was part of the giants broadcast team. And, um and so I had been there for quite a few years and, and I was, I was considerably a lot older than David Wilson and, um, and he saw me at the facility a lot, and, and you know, I, I think kind of look, looked up to me, like older sister would come to me and ask me questions, right? Like, hey, where should I live? This, this, this. And one day, I'm I'm sitting in 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 the uh, in in the lunch and he walks up and he's like, I I need I need to change my bank. And I said, why? What happened? He says, I, you know, I I went in, they wouldn't let me deposit my bonus check in the ATM. I said, David, wh- how much is your bonus check? A million dollars. I said, David, you don't deposit a million dollars in the ATM, like go into the bank. You got to sit down, like go in a back room with somebody. What are you doing, dude? Like shouldn't his agent, shouldn't his investment, his, his financial advisor, like tell him like, you don't put a million dollar check in an ATM, dude. You just don't do that. (laughs) So, you know, I just, I share, let me tell you, I love David Wilson, one of my favorite players, just such a nice guy, very sad story in regards to what happened to his spine. Uh, I know he was trying to represent the United States in, in, in the Olympics uh, and it just didn't go his way. Uh, But just, you know, just a lot of, it's very naive. You know, you you don't realize like a lot of these young guys are just very, very naive. And so it's unfortunate. I still like the lions to win the division though. And you could bet them that they'll make it to the playoffs at minus 170. So there's that. What else do you guys have?
8: So we have Draymond Green talking about the uh, Nick Nick Claxton ejection and the whole situation with Joel Embiid.
6: It's playoff basketball. That's Nick Claxton going up against Joel Embiid, MVP of the NBA. You dunk on him, you should flex in his face because he's going to give you 40 in flexing yours. So when I get my moment, you should flex in his face. And I bet you there was not one fan who paid to watch that game that said, man, why is he flexing in his face? No, because you appreciate that. I'm a fan of the game of basketball. I'm an NBA fan. So as a fan, I was very disappointed to see Nick Claxton get thrown out. Like, them boys battling. That's the same dude that just got kicked. He dunked on that guy that kicked him, and he get thrown out for standing up to him? Like, come on, that's whack. That's not playoffs. That's not what we paying to see.
2: You know, it's interesting. I, you know, I, I agree with him. Um, I, I don't feel that Nick's clacks, Nick, I don't think he, he deserved to be thrown out of the game. Now, did Embiid throwing his leg up and, and trying to hurt a man again in his groin? We opened the show with the whole groin thing with Dylan Brooks. And here we are back talking about, you know, Embiid kicking another dude in the groin. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the whole, like, uh, you know, uh, infatuation with these dudes kicking each other in, 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 in the junk. I, I don't understand it. I just don't. Um, But I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Draymond Green. I, I don't think Claxton should have been thrown out.
3: No, not, not a chance in hell he should not have been thrown out. Joel, absolutely. Nick, no. Like, was it probably stupid to do that? Yeah, probably. At least that early in the game. But you know what? If he wants to show off, then so be it. Who cares? It's the playoffs. It's a different energy, like Draymond was saying. By the way, that was on uh, Draymond Green's podcast, if we uh, didn't make that clear already.
2: There we go. You guys got one more before we take a break?
3: Oh, sure. We'll go real quickly. Eli Manning on TBS. Anita, do you think he's a hockey fan fraud after listening to this clip?
4: Well, you can see all the kids are wearing their
8: devil's jer- jerseys and their t-shirts tonight. So uh, we live in New Jersey. We come to a lot of games. And when we're in New Jersey, we root for the devils. So that's, uh, that's how I'm going to word it. And When we're in New York, maybe other teams get rooted for a little bit. I'm kind of new to the whole hockey world. So feeling things out.
3: I think he's just selling his fandom to whoever will come calling first for the highest price, if you ask me. No disrespect toward my quarterback and, in my opinion, a future Hall of Famer, Eli Manning. Uh, you gotta pick a team, my guy.
2: So pretty much what he what he's saying is when, when they go to the Devils games in or or in, in New Jersey, then he roots for the Devils, but when he's in New York he roots for the Rangers. Is that what he's saying?
3: That's exactly what he's saying. Hmm. And if he were on Long Island, he'd probably root for the Islanders.
2: Hmm. Yeah, he's trying to. He's 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 playing Switzerland here. So.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's not how sports world works. He needs to pick a team.
2: Definitely. <laughs> um. Interesting. But he, but he also said, like, I'm not. I'm. This is new to me. I'm not a hockey fan. Like. You know he didn't. He didn't grow up with an allegiance. He didn't. You know there there's no hockey team in New Orleans. Like he didn't grow up with following hockey, right? Um. So I don't know. Maybe he'll feel differently in, in a year or two. Now that he's retired and he's following hockey and all three hockey teams are doing well and they all made it to the postseason, uh, maybe maybe that will change. Who knows? <laughs> but that's funny. Guys, thank you so much. This is what's trending. Right now, here on uh, ninety eight point seven ESPN, and across our uh, our entire, um, <clears throat> excuse me, entire our our sports landscape, we get back. Greg Wyszynski will join us next, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN.